Well, it certainly is a silly season. Free agency open today. Trade period starts Monday. Joining us is Chief Footy Reporter for Channel 7 Melbourne. Friend of show. We love his work. Mitch Cleary. Mitch, welcome. Good afternoon, guys. I'm looking forward. Hopefully you're filming Rowie doing some of the Masters games. Looking, hopefully I can see some of that. <laughs> oh, God. You won't want to see me. But let's let's talk footy. Clayton Oliver, I open the show with, is a big, fat tease. Now, I... I know what the demons have done. I don't know how many leaks from them came from that. But for two days, we, well, dared to dream, Mitch, and now it's all yeah. over. I, I, I want the Oliver Camp to speak. Have they spoken yet? No, they haven't yet, but they're all on board with the same thing that Melbourne sent today, Rowie. Okay. So, yeah, they're not saying anything publicly at the moment, the Oliver Camp, and they may do that in time. But uh, I think they're, they're happy and... and content that Oliver needed a bit of a hit between the eyes like he got. They were aware that during the year what had happened with his hamstring, his rehab, his attitude, his professionalism, everything that come with, I guess everything that came with not playing the four quarters on the Saturday, everything outside of the weekend, needed tinkering from Oliver's perspective. And now this has just been, they would have preferred to stay behind closed doors, but Oliver was doing some talking himself, you know, teammates do talking, players see things in grand final week, you know, Oliver... Um, I think he enjoyed himself between the end of the season and, and sort of this period now. So, you know, things start to evolve and, and snowball, but everyone at Melbourne and Oliver, as I can read it right now, is on the same page that he's been hit between the eyes, needs to work on his professionalism, and he will be staying at the moment to see out at least one of the seven years of his uh, remaining $7 million deal. Yeah, interesting you say it like that, Mitch. Uh, just, I, I just can't get my head around... A bloke that's won four best and fairest and played in a premiership at a club at 26 years of age can fall from grace so rapidly. And, and I'm, I'm confused as to why that's happened at such a rapid pace when you would think that's one of your key men moving forward, hence the long contract. I just can't see how it's gone so pear-shaped so quickly. Yeah, Jimmy, it feels like it's a combination of so many layers. This was his first injury. He's been the most durable player in recent years for Melbourne, but this was his first hamstring injury. So it felt like at the start, is that was just felt like a normal hamstring injury. Then he did it again. Then he had to blow up with the physio. Then Melbourne asked him to do certain things in his rehab, which he wasn't able to do and, and kick off. And then he did it a third time. And then, you know, he was out doing things that he shouldn't have been doing. And you hear all sorts of stories around Clayton Oliver. Now, not everything will be reported this year from, from what everything that's gone on behind closed doors, but it felt like it just snowballed throughout the year to the stage where they almost needed a circuit breaker, and for the last, for a big part of the last three or four days, it was seen like that circuit breaker might be him leaving the club, but it turned out that, turned out that, that circuit breaker that is more just basically Melbourne just hitting him between the eyes and saying, are you are you with us here on this journey about this $7 million deal over seven years, and and be a professional footballer, and it feels like at the moment he's happy to conform to those standards. Now, I'm still not putting a complete line through it. It's a long time between now and the end of trade period. It's still two weeks. So I think for now he's staying, and I expect him to be at Melbourne next year, but this has been a topsy-turvy journey. I wouldn't completely put a line through it. In Ooh, so, well. so you're telling me we're a chance. Well, 12 months' time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Oh, in 12 months' time, absolutely. I just think, I just think, yeah, there's, there's still a bit of water to go on the bridging in Oliver, but okay. for now everyone's happy and he's on the same page. Yep. And Mitch, uh, I got some chattering news today when I heard that uh, Xavier Dersman not only is visiting Mel- uh, sorry, Essendon, he's also visiting other clubs. And so multiple. that says to me that 
there's, there's no chance of uh, coming back to Port Adelaide. How, how have you seen that one? Yeah, I'm trying to work out exactly what those uh, and who those teams are. Tim, I'm I'm probably more in the camp that he's leaving Port now than staying. Um, yeah. With the yeah, fact that you're meeting multiple clubs, and um, you know, I think Port Adelaide needs some some trade capital to get these other deals done. Sweet, Radaglia, Zerk Thatcher, and potentially Soldo if Richmond allow him to move. So, I'd probably have it in the camp of of, of Dersman leaving Port Adelaide and. Yeah, he's, he's, he's played out at the field, fields in the last sort of 18 months, but uh, yeah, you'd think his best foot is ahead of him. Um, oh, keen to hear what Treaders has to say as well on, on that yeah. one. But yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting one to watch from a port perspective um, in the next two weeks. So Tom Duda will get to Brisbane? Yeah, he will. Um, I don't think the Crows are in a position to match that offer. It's been pretty well reported now at five years at around $3 million. So it's now, for me, it's just a matter of whether... So that's going to be an end of first round compo or a second round compo for the Crows as to whether that's, you know, in that pick 20 or that pick 30 sort of range, Rowie. Um, yep. But yeah, I expect him to be in Brisbane colours next year um, at a new club. And he, he had the best intentions to stay, but it just didn't work out. The second ACL forced, um, forced the Crows' hand. And I think, um, you know, Tom Duda will put himself in contention to win a flag next year when he plays the last 10 or 12 games of the year when he returns from that injury. As a lion. Okay, have you heard anything about Will Hayward's want to come home from Sydney, the number nine mid-sized forward? I haven't, but Sydney are busy and they might need to make some room. We've reported today that Taylor Adams has interest yeah. from the Swans and I, I think he's exploring that pretty heavily at the moment. I'm actually okay. speaking to you from the foyer of the Collingwood Best and Fairest, so keen to see how that evolves, whether this is Taylor Adams' last Best and Fairest. Um, we know they've gone pretty hard after Ben McKay missed him. They're looking at Joel Hamling from Fremont. So the, the Dockers, uh, the, the Swans, sorry, are busy. So okay. I will look into that one a little bit more, but uh, yet to hear it, yet to hear it in terms of formal sense. Mitra Star, thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. He's a ripper, chief footy reporter for Channel Seven Melbourne.